0: Everybody, welcome back to the Japan Holic podcast, the podcast surrounded by topics all about Japan, anime, and games discussed by a certified Holic. I am Taylor, back with this month's edition of weep Reviews, the show where I, the one man of this podcast, discuss an anime series, and I talk about it while giving my thoughts and opinions on it. A series that is necessarily popular with two people, but since this is one man podcast, well, you're gonna have to get used to it being one. Uh the thing is as well is it's not like that's a bad thing either. Uh this podcast has been growing as of the past couple of months. Uh a little, little slower than the uh in the summer months of last year. But still nonetheless uh, I've had my fair share of up and down kind of days in terms of that, but let me not talk much about myself and this podcast. You came here to listen to me ramble on for God knows how long this podcast is. Cause I don't know how long this is until I look at, um, until I look over to the, uh, my second monitor where I'm recording, which it could be 30 minutes, could be an hour, could be an hour and a half. Good Lord. I don't think I could go longer than, An hour and a half talking about Steins Gate, ladies and gentlemen. I bring up Steins Gate this month because this is the 10-year anniversary, at least this month, of this series starting its air date for the first season. All the way back in 2011, on April 6th, the first episode came out. And it ended all the way in September. That's a long time. That is a long time in terms of Eric. Then we also have the uh, second. Uh, do I, do I want to call it the second, or do I want to call it the alternative? Because it is this. It's technically labeled as the alternative. Uh, but I'll call it the second season, which is called Steins Game Zero, which I also want to get into. Uh, in a brief discussion because, uh, not a whole lot of people have seen that. Uh, and then as well as the movie, which I know a lot of people have not seen that. There's a lot of stuff with Stein's. Let me, okay, let me just say Stein's Gate has a lot going for it that it's really difficult for me to talk about all of it without getting something wrong or, uh, Getting an opinion wrong to a lot of people, so I'm not gonna really talk much about, let's say, the movie, uh, or the visual novel itself. I just wanna necessarily talk about the f- uh the two televised seasons, and maybe I'll talk about uh the Missing Link Divide by Zero, which is um the OVA prequel, I guess you'll call it, to Steins Gate Zero that was also uh, in Steins Gate, which I'll have to talk about that a little little while later. So this series, adapted by White Fox, y'all know White Fox if you've had any sort of uh, thriller or um, actually, yeah, yeah, I guess thriller... When you think of thriller animes, you think of White Fox it being one of the higher um, um, studios as well as a couple others that I could name off. But right now, I'm just going to focus on White Fox. Uh, i also famously known for creating other animes such as ReZero and Goblet Slayer uh, among a couple other great shows as well in the past couple of decades I think so yeah uh almost two decades a little a little about 15 years I guess I'll say so this series has been well known for the past 10 years as being one of the greatest animes out there in well for the most part uh very average to a lot of people but for the majority of the folks that have given this a any kind of score, uh, we are dealing with a lot of people giving this a 10 out of 10, or a 9 out of 10, or even an 8 out of 10. The point I'm trying to make is that a lot of people really enjoy this show, and I am one of them. I watched this anime, I believe, in June, June or July of 2019, if I remember correctly, and uh let me tell you I was hooked I was hooked to put this in perspective of how many people enjoy this series okay the first season okay has an average rating of 9.11 on my anime list the second place uh at that time let me look at this real quick second place at the time, was Gintama with a 9.07. This was also the it was also aired in the same season as Nichijo, which was prob- uh, which is one anime I kinda really want to talk about, but I'm not gonna talk about it here in the next couple of months because uh I wanna hold on to that for a little while. Uh but basically this series uh on my anime list for the longest time, was sitting second on the top anime series of all time. Now it move down to third because of uh the Attack on Titan. It was at one point third because of e uh interspecies reviewers, but that's a story for uh uh a different time, not on this podcast because there's not much for me to talk about it anymore. At least I used to, I taught back when it was going on with all that drama i talked about it so if you want to hear a uh, a younger version of me talking about that then yeah there you go i've spent almost 10 minutes talking about this series and have yet to really discuss anything that goes on in terms of the storytelling because i'm basically pulling what the series did in uh the first season which is it had a very slow first uh couple of episodes People say that it got going around, like, episode 8 or something like that at the end of it. But I could argue that that was probably, like, you know, maybe second gear, but but your foot's just barely on the throttle, so it's not getting there just quite yet. You've passed first gear, but you're still in second gear. I want to say it shifts all the way up to full speed fourth gear by episode 11 or episode 12. And then after that... It just keeps it in fourth gear the entire time. Maybe not at full speed, obviously, because I think, in my opinion, the peak of this series was episode twelve or thirteen, and then it just continues on. So the biggest issue that a lot of people had with Steins Gate, uh, was that it just had a very slow start. So it turned off a lot of people because it's kind of like it was kind of like at that time it was that kind of series where. If you gave it the three episode rule, nothing was really done in three episodes. Okay. If you gave it the three episode rule, the only thing that would be necessarily given to you is, you know, the characters and a seed plant of a a seed planted story, I guess I'll say. Because you do get to see what the story is going to be all about in the first episode when we're introduced to uh, Okebe and, uh, Kurisu, Makase Kurisu, uh, and those two meet in a, uh, laboratory site or building or whatever, where they're having a science meeting, and then the next time they meet each other, one of them is fucking dead, and then all of a sudden, they go, uh, Okime goes outside, sends a text message, next thing you know, um, yeah, the... The world line changed. But you don't know. If you were watching the first three episodes. You don't know the world line completely changed. Because all they explained to you. In the first three episodes at least. Is that. Well for some reason. When Okabe made that text message. To uh, Itaru. uh, The assistant of Okabe. um, Well. Yeah. Things changed, I guess you'll say. Um. There's so much shit I, uh, could go through the in, in this series. Actually, the name wasn't Itadu. For some reason, I thought of Itadu, but it's Daru. Sorry. I don't know where I was saying it. it they, they sound super similar, so that's probably why I confused. Anyway. Um, but... There's a lot of stuff for me to go through in the first two seasons because not only do I have to do, tw- do I want to talk about 24 episodes of the first season, but 23 episodes of the next season, including, or not including the prequel, obviously. And I also want to talk a lot about some other stuff as well, not just the episodes itself. So I want to kind of keep it brief because I'm not going to really try and discuss what happens in the episodes because if you're listening to this, you have probably, for the most part, have already seen at least the first season. If not, everything there is to see to, with Steins Gate, including myself. I haven't played the visual novel. That I still have to do, but I've seen everything there is to offer with this series. Um, so I really won't talk much about what happens in the episodes itself. I'll just talk about... What I think of this series as a whole, because I, like I said, I I can literally be on and on and on about everything. I do want to say, though, um, what I thought of this series after episode 12 was a complete 180 from what I was initially going to think of this series beforehand. Because obviously, when you watch, uh, nine episodes, and they really don't go anywhere. They do try to explain what goes on in terms of, like, this science time-traveling kind of, like, explanation. But it was so out of my vocabulary and so difficult for me to understand. And I know I wasn't the only one because uh, I have small brain, and I still do to this day. But when I watched it, I, I had smaller brain. But, um, basically, I don't know, I didn't know if I wanted to deal with an entire series just based on just science talk of time travel and stuff like that with not much going on. And then episode 12 happens, and then and then everything from onward, I was just like, alright, I'm hooked. I am hooked, and I don't know how I got hooked. It was like, it was. it's super unexplainable, but... What I really enjoyed was the storytelling, surprisingly. (laughs) I really enjoyed that once you understand this story, once you get through enough of this series to understand what's going on, you you quickly realize that this storytelling is absolutely incredible. Okay, whoever Nitro Plus or 5PP, whoever was the one that created the original story, absolutely incredible. Okay? Um cuz I cannot explain in very quick detail how um in incredibly well paced this series could get after the first 12 episodes. Obviously, like, the, uh, like I said earlier, the first half of the first season is a little slow. But literally everything after that, nothing is necessarily that slow ever again. Okay, because of how quick pace it's. Not even the second season, in a way. Although the second season, I will say the one thing I really didn't like about the second season. Was there were some episodes where it just kind of dragged it away. It didn't feel like, um, didn't necessarily feel like, um, uh, it didn't feel like a lot of the episodes were needed, I will say. Not all the way, but you know what I mean. Um, and this series also had a, uh, crap ton of twists and turns that, uh, for somebody like me, who was watching it obviously, for the first time, was absolutely blown away with it, something like that, okay? If you look at the storytelling, uh, at least at the storytelling perspective of this series, okay, and compare it to some other series that were big at, um, not even at this uh, at the time of Steins Gate's first season in two thousand and eleven, but like even today, it still holds up as being one of the most. I want to say the the greatest up there in terms of animes to watch in the drama thriller genre. Now, obviously, it's debatable whether or not it's, like, the GOAT of all anime or whatever, but for the longest time, Steins Gate was up top on my top three, if not number one, for the longest time. it's It still is in the top five. I almost said top three, but now thinking about it, I don't know if I can put this still in the top three after some of the other shows that I've been seeing as of lately, but I still say that this anime series is well worth a watch if anybody has not seen anything like that. I haven't really talked spoilers in this because of the fact that it is incredibly difficult for me to do these ser- these weeb review series without really wanting to um, spoil anything. Because I know that there's somebody out there probably listening to this who may have not seen Steins Gate and wondering if they should watch it. And... That's kind of why I don't really want to talk about spoilers. I just want to say, if anybody decides to watch this, just be warned that the first 11 episodes, maybe 12, to th- 12 episodes are going to be just a tad bit on the slow side. But in the end, it all works out. I think the biggest pr- uh, reason why this series... Is so good. Is that because of the fact that it had 24 episodes to build a story. You were able to get a lot more out of the story in the beginning. Which then prepared you for the very crazy uh, um, climax of this series. Because of the fact of... uh, the reason why it's so slow in terms of its pacing is because of the fact that if you have so many episodes to deal with, you know they didn't have to cram all the information in. I think the reason why a lot of people actually enjoy this series is also the same reason as to why some people didn't really find the series enjoyable in the beginning of season one, which is the pacing was just so slow. And they thought that, you know, that was going to be the entire series by itself. But then they quickly failed to realize that the only reason why it's doing this is because it's 24 episodes long. You're going to have to build a story somehow, and this is how you do it. You know, we see a lot of animes today have this issue of they only have 12 episodes to cram in such a very complex story that most people... Uh, that already love the series in terms of its source material may not like the fact that it's being rushed or something like that. Horty Media had this issue because between episode 12 and 13, they skipped a lot of stuff, and a lot of people who liked the the original source material said that it was very, very rushed in some ways, and the pacing was a little off. And this is the result of having only 13 episodes and no planned sequel ever. Okay. Um, That wasn't an issue with Steins And not even an issue with Steins Gate Zero either. Because of the fact it had 24 episodes to deal with on both seasons. So they had a lot of time to build this story and build this world that you're supposed to become interested in. And it's and it's done perfectly well. I mean, another perfect example of a series doing this was Attack on Titan and especially ReZero. Now, of course, ReZero and uh, Attack on Titan may not have had 24 episodes to build a story, but they've had multiple seasons. So given the fact that, you know, you'll have... Let's say for ReZero, for instance, they've had two parts of second season, which you can combine t- to have twenty-four episodes, and the first season had twenty-four episodes. So there you go. It also had enough a lot of time. I mean, a lot—two months—if they went consistently through that time period to build this story and to build this uh world, just like Night's Gate, and they and the those two did it perfectly well. Um, so. The reason why a lot of people really enjoyed Stein's Gates was because of the fact that they got interested, more interested in this story, because they've had a lot more time to get interested in this story before anything went balls to the walls. Instead of going balls to the walls on episode five or six, uh, and possibly like dragged things on for the rest of the series. They wanted to make it to where it would drag in the first half, so that way you would become interested in the world and stuff like that, and then be even more interested in the series once the second half begun of the series. And like I said earlier, Steins Gate Zero kind of did the same thing, because for those who really don't know, uh, for those who have not seen the series, Steins Gate's... And Steins Gate Zero technically do not mesh together canonically, if that 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 last word made any sense. Steins Gate Zero is a what if the um ah uh, season. Okay, so I said I'm not gonna get into spoilers, but I am going to get into spoilers right here to discuss um the second season. So, for those who do not plan on, uh, or, sorry, who have not seen the second, uh, second season, which is Stein's Gate Zero, I'm going to keep calling it the second season, I'm sorry. Um, uh, for those who have not seen Stein's Game Zero, I highly recommend, like, fast-forwarding to somewhere. I don't know the time period. I could obviously, uh, um, give you a voiceover after this. I'll, I'll have to remind myself to do a voiceover, but... Go to this timestamp twenty nine fifty eight. Now that I have officially told you guys that I'm gonna spoil something. All right. So Steins Gate, and th- This was a problem that I actually fell victim to at first because uh, I didn't realize that episode twenty three also had an alternative episode. Um, because I initially thought that you would have to watch twenty four episodes and then go watch the second one. But instead, there is a prequel episode to, uh, Steins Gate Zero called The Missing leak Where, in season one, it ends with Okabe rescuing Kurisu. However, in Steins Gate Zero, he d- it's in a world where he doesn't save his, uh, Kurisu. And then, basically, he... And by he, I mean Okabe just turns himself into a depressed and traumatized guy who's just trying to get past those days and stuff like that and try and you know not become a uh a scientist anymore. And let me tell you, Science Gate Zero was just so depressing compared to the um the the first season. Obviously so. And I do love how, uh, like during this entire series and stuff like that, you just get introduced to even more characters in the series that ultimately give you more twisted turns. Stein, like the first season of Stein's Gate didn't necessarily have any twisted turns in terms of characters. Okay. In terms of like characters betraying each other or something like that or some crazy ass stuff going down. Instead, in Steins Gate, in the first season, it was like, oh, the story has a couple twisted turns by itself. Okay, um, in Steins Gate, you you realize what's going on with traveling to different um, world lines, because you're introduced to the concept of world lines and how there's millions of them all over, uh, the galaxy and stuff like that, and, you know, the characters are set in one specific world line, and every time, uh, every time Okabe goes to a different world line, the lives of his friends shape shift. And then the main issues that run with this comes between our two female protagonists, Kurisu and Majority. By the way, Majority still to this day, her, her tutu-do is still my phone's text messaging notification sound. That's a little fun fact for me. Also useless. Anyway, um, if Ogame is in a world line, one of two things is going to happen. Either Maiori is going to get killed somehow, or Kurisu is going to get killed in the first episode. Okay? The whole issue comes with, uh, when, if Okabe saves Kurisu from what happens in the first episode of Steins Gate, Majority is going to end up being slain. Okay? So it's just, it's either going to be Okabe and Kurisu, or Okabe and Maiority. Um. Uh, obviously, Okabe doesn't want either of that. He wants both, so he wants to try and find that one world line where both of them can exist. And it does exist in the movie, which I don't. I didn't think I was going to talk about the movie, but I guess I am. It does exist in the movie. However, at some point, Okabe disappears. If I remember correctly, it's been a while since I see the movie. It's weird, but, again, it's been a while since i seen the movie. I only remember much about the two uh, Steins Gate seasons and stuff like that. Um, so, there's that. Um, in a way, okay, I find Steins Gate's Twisted Turns a whole lot more unexpected. But I still have to give props to Steins Gate Zero's twisted and turns with its characters. Okay? You can only twist and turn the world for so much uh, until it becomes repetitive. Then you gotta start shifting into characters. And we don't even have characters, like, betraying each other. But we also have the fact that... <laughs> I just found this absolutely flippin' crazy when I first watched this. You have the Super Haka Daru. Okay? Actually being the father to Zuzu, the part-time warrior. Apparently. Um, and it was later revealed in that, in Steins Gate, was it Zero? I think it may be, uh, I can't remember if it was Steins Gate Zero or not. But she reveals that she's actually from the future, uh, I think what was that year 2030 something? Oh, fucking hell, that's almost a decade from now. I watch out 15, uh, I think 15 years from now because we may go into full fledged war and Science Gate may have uh, predicted something anyway. But yes, yeah, sh- uh, Suzu Ha, as she's originally named, but Suzu, as it's called in an anime, um is from 15 or 16 years from now. And the entire world, if I remember correctly, is just in a full-fledged war. With... I don't remember what the war's about. I can't remember. I think technology... I think, um... Uh... I think CERN. Uh takes over the world or something like that I cannot remember um but yeah, Suzu has been literally all over the place when when you find out all of that stuff, okay then you also have um the um the what, what was his name, god damn it the landlord of—I'll I'll just call him the landlord. The CRT lover. Uh. His his little twist. In Steins Gate Zero. An episode. I think I can't remember what episode it was where he was actually FB, which for the longest time, uh, Okabe was trying to figure out who this person, who the FB person was. It turned out to be the landlord. Oh my god! It was just absolutely like I said. Steins Gate Zero had character twisted turns that you never expected to happen. Whereas in season one, it had the world and the story twisting and turning on you. Which I don't think there's another reason why. Uh, actually, I can't think. Let me let me rephrase this. I can't think of a more better of a reason that this series as a whole deserves to be up in the top 5 top 3 in terms of the top anime of all time because of the fact that not only in its two seasons can the story just be as engaging and interesting as the first season but to, in order to keep it as interesting as the first season, they try to do twisted turns again, which you obviously have to do in a, a drama anime. But instead of twisting and turning the world by itself, you also have the characters doing the same thing as well. I cannot praise this anime enough for all the shit that goes down and all that sort of stuff. Now, again, like I said. Unless you've, like, seen the anime just as of recently, it is very, not in a bad way, but it's just, it's kind of complicated in some ways to remember a lot of stuff, because it's not that the story is very complicated, but the, the dialogue, in a way, makes it kind of complicated, because it's not, the anime doesn't speak to you in fifth grade Japanese, or the subtitles make it, any better they make you and they make it sound like in order for you to completely understand this series you have to have a have to have a degree in time travel in some sort of way or possible um because there's there's a lot to that goes on in terms of this this series like I said that it's so difficult for me to talk about the story and stuff like that uh in terms of its um in terms of how things go down, the only thing I could do that I can talk about is just point out key moments of the show. Okay, um, for example, you have the like an episode nine of the first season. I think it's like I no, I can't remember if it was seven or nine, somewhere in between. You realize that the world at the end of the episode is changing before your own eyes, as well as Okabe's eyes. When, um, I think it was in Akihabara, where instead of the whole uh, lighty-dighty anime colors that they usually have and stuff like that, instead it's just another bare-bones city in front of Okabe's eyes, he realizes, fuck, what is going on? You know, that kind of stuff. Stuff like that makes this anime really good, okay? And then, like I said, with the dialogue, the only way you're really going to be able to completely grasp this anime is if you take the time to prepare yourself for this series. Because the dialogue, no matter how much you prepare for it, even if it's your second attempt, sometimes you're like, wait, rewind that. How did he say that? What does that mean? How does he say this? Who's this guy? What is this guy? Because when you're watching it for the first time, that kind of dialogue can kind of turn away some people, which I can understand that in some way. It does kind of happen like that. It do be that way sometimes. Um, But if there's one main, I don't want to call it the main reason. Obviously, uh, honestly, it's a small reason, but I like to... <laughs> I like to think this is um I like to think this is one of the reasons why I continued watching the the series. Can we talk about the openings and endings real quick? I mean, it's not like you have a choice. this is my podcast. I want to talk about the openings and the endings for both uh. Uh for both um flipping series okay let's let's talk about these good ass endings, okay, and openings as well now, personally, I prefer season two's ending song over. Season ones main. There's a lot of that, of course. Not a lot of that, but you get what I mean. There's a good chunk. Um, but trying to compare the openings. That's a little hard. Okay. Um, one of my favorite ending themes is Last Game. Uh, ...from Steins Gate Zero. Um, the opening theme... ...is Fatima... ...on Steins Gate Zero. The opening theme for... ...Steins Gate is hacking into the gate... ...by that same... ...the same person... ...Kanako Ito. I... ...I really can't... ...pick... ...which one of those two... ...is better than the other... Since I'm more of a rock guy, I may have to go with Fatima. But I really, really, really enjoy both openings. And I can listen to them day in and day out and never get bored of that song. That said song. Uh, The ending theme, of course, like I said, I, I go with last game because it just feels more... Um... I guess, in a way, hype, even though it's an ending song. But it's the most hype ending song I've ever heard in my entire life. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Like, I can bop to it, you know what I mean? <laughs> Let me speak in 2021 vocabulary for that. Um, But, yeah, that's, uh, I, I really enjoy both the uh, oh, openings and endings of both of the series. Uh, But, obviously, like I already said, I already like Last Game more than... Uh, season one's opening with or uh, uh, sorry season one's ending theme which I can't pull po- I can't figure out what the name of it is in English uh, but picking the opening is very flippin difficult and To some people hacking into the gates their favorite opening, which I can completely understand like I said I'm not dissing hacking into the gate But I just like Fatima just a little bit more. I don't know what it is with that song because, like I said, both those songs are so good, but they're so similar that it's so difficult for me to be all like, "Oh, I like season two instead of season one. It's super difficult um again, like I said, Science Gate Zero is not technically a sequel, it's an alternative version, but today, I'm listing it off as a sequel because of the fact of well, i it's yeah, I kind of wanna yeah. Um, there is a couple sequel OVAs depending on the, um, the version that you're wanting to watch. If you're watching Steins Gate, there's a sequel, um, where the entire gang goes to America in Los Angeles and stuff Stuff goes on there. It was pretty funny. It was actually pretty funny. A nice, lighthearted storytelling, I guess you'll say. Also dramatic, but you know what I mean. Um, let me see. Where is okay? There's uh, and then there's Stargate Zero. There, the really okay. So there isn't a sequel for Stargate Zero. However, there is uh an unaired episode, which you may have to consider that. Uh, somewhere in there. I don't know where, but it's somewhere. Not a sequel, though. But, yeah, there's... Like I said, Science Gate does not just have two seasons in, an anim- uh, in a movie. It has two seasons, a whole lot of OVAs, a whole lot of other sequels and stuff like that. It's kind of difficult to completely... digest everything this series has to offer. So, I usually just say, if you... Want to get the gist of everything that Steins Gate had to offer, even if you just watch Steins Gate, Steins Gate Zero, and the movie. Not even that, you're just, you're fine with everything else, you know. But there's a reason why this series is that damn good, okay. So there's a lot more I could talk about, obviously, in terms of like going more in detail of the story and stuff like that, but. As somebody who's only, only, uh, the only person in the, on this podcast, I don't think I can sit here and talk that long and keep your interest level as well as Steins Gate can. You know what I mean? So, instead, I'm just going to leave it with what I've said so far. Uh, what I would rake it, if you look on my anti list, which I've linked every so often, uh, this is one of... One Two, three, four, five, six. One of seven shows I have given a 10 out of 10 in terms of everything. I've given EuroCamp and its entire series a 10 out of 10, obviously. I've given the uh, OVA finale of Orne Suki a 10 out of 10. I fucking... Th- that game... That, that was awesome. i go... I think I've already talked about that in a wee review, so you can go and look listen to that if you want to understand why I put that a 10 out of 10. Uh I gave the last season of Nan Na Majority a 10 out of 10. I really enjoyed that. I gave the movie to Kotosuba a 10 out of 10. I gave the the last four OVA episodes of Kokido Connect a 10 out of 10, which I've also done a um uh a review on in case you want to go listen to that. Hoardy Mia, a 10 out of 10, I love that series, I thought it was very wholesome, and the movie to Chinibio, a 10 out of 10 as well, so yep, I got a lot of series, a a 10 out of 10, I've reviewed a lot of them, but I'm missing a couple, and I'm thinking of reviewing uh, a couple series from that uh, 10 out of 10 list that I just listed off, but go more in detail and that sort of stuff. I'm slowly running out of uh, animes to, to start reviewing. So I need to start watching more animes and stuff like that. I don't think I'll run out completely just quite yet, but it, I'm getting there. If I don't start watching stuff soon, I'm going to get there at some point, unfortunately. But that is going to do it for this week's uh, episode of the Holic podcast. Next week will be uh, a top anime news of the month of April However, it's not going to be on Wednesdays. Instead, I'm shifting it over to Thursdays. I've said this already before in several of my episodes, ah, uh, in the past couple of weeks, especially in the beginning. The reason why I am moving it to Thursdays is because of work and because of the fact that my voice is dead every single day after work because I get very tired. And I am recording this again two hours before this episode is supposed to be released to the public. So I would like to be able to sleep and uh, rest my voice and not have such a very bad voice for this podcast. That's the last thing I want to have. Uh, So yes, next Thursday, I am going to start uh, recording the podcast episodes or uploading the episodes for next uh, Thursday, which won't change much. It's just an extra day uh, and stuff like that, but they will be the same time as today. So thank you all so much for tuning into this month's edition of Weeb Reviews here on the Japanaholic Podcast. If you enjoyed this uh, podcast, please share this out with your fellow Japanaholics. And I will see you next Thursday for top news of April 2021. Stay safe and good night. <laughs>